everybody. Hi, friends. Well, from beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And filling in for me, I'm Dan <laughs> Beecher. <laughs> Welcome back, Dan. <laughs> Thank you. And the same goes to you. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I, we, you, we, you and I just had a lovely conversation about your trip to Germany uh, oh. for, the, for the patrons. Over on the, the Frank and Dan Diary. That's yeah. the, the patrons only content. You could get it if you become one. Uh, anyway, that it sounds like it was a lovely time. We had a yeah, it was a really good time. And probably, you know, by the end of the month, you'll have finished digesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that German we, food can hit you like it, a brick, it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah, we 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 didn't really go for the food, so that was good. <laughs> that was that was lucky. Yeah, that. but. Yeah, I guess uh, we have a show to do, Dan. Um, on the second half of the show today, we're going to be talking about um, the Michigan legislature, which is controlled by the Democrats. Uh, they yeah. just passed a law making all religious holidays state holidays in the state of Michigan. So, or at least a bunch of them. Yeah, it's, oh, it uh, wasn't all. I thought they. Well, that's sticky. How do you pick? All right, we'll talk about that on the second half of the show. Yeah. And, um, but first we have some news and everyone, I'm a little jet lagged. So if, <laughs> we'll, if, if it sounds we'll like forgive you. It's, I'm it's not a, firing on all pistons, there's a reason for it. This is so. a great way to introduce a show. <laughs> this is, is going to be a just, subpar show, everybody. Just brace yourselves, everybody. Just enjoy. Just sit back and enjoy a yeah. not quite as good show. Because Frank's a little bit of a dum-dum today. But <laughs> all right. No, uh, the first story that I want to share with everybody is uh, an update about Kim Davis. Uh, you'll remember Ooh, Kim Davis. I haven't you heard that name for a minute. <laughs> it's been a hot minute. Yeah. And uh, and that's that's a good thing, right? You'll, you'll all well, recall well, Kim Davis. Yeah. I don't know. You better, you better remind us uh, who yeah, Kim she, Davis is. She was the uh, Kentucky or the, the county clerk in Kentucky uh, that right after the, the, the Supreme Court decision making gay marriage the law of the land, yeah. uh, she started uh, refusing to issue same-sex marriage licenses. This was bravely. In, she yeah. bravely <laughs> in stood by her, yeah. her convictions over her, you know, job. Right. Um, you know, her argument was that, you know, it violated her religious beliefs um, that marriage is between a man and a woman. And so therefore she shouldn't have to do it. Um, <laughs> she shouldn't have to give a piece of paper to other people. Yeah. And as a reminder of some of the consequences for this, aside from uh, national ridicule, she was uh, jailed uh, briefly on contempt of court charges for refusing to issue the licenses. Right. Um, she was later released when her staff issued the marriage certificates, but without her name on the form. That was, I guess, her workaround. Uh, yeah. um, and then last year, a federal judge uh, <laughs> ruled that she had violated the constitutional rights of two gay couples who were suing her. Mm. Um, that's not a good thing. Violating, no. uh, being uh, found guilty of violating constitutional rights of others. Not good. And uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, at the time, um, U.S. District Judge David Bunning uh, said that Davis cannot use her own constitutional rights as a shield to violate the constitutional rights of others while performing her duties as an elected official. Uh, well, this week, here's the update part. There, a federal jury 
uh, ordered uh, Kim Davis to pay $50,000 each to David Ermold and David Moore, uh, who were uh, suing her for the damages, I suppose. And um, yeah, so that's 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 a nice little uh, wedding present. $100,000 she's been ordered to cough up. Of course, this is going to uh, be appealed and uh, her defense team uh, in a press release says that they look forward to appealing this decision and taking the case uh, to the U.S. Supreme Court. It is important to remember, though, that in 2020, uh, the U.S. Supreme Court declined to hear an appeal from Davis's lawyer on the matter um, yeah. already. So I don't know where this is going to go. I'm delighted that she's yeah. uh, potentially on the hook. Of course, somebody, some billionaire douchebag will probably pay it for or something well or she'll start a gofundme or something yeah all the assholes will contribute and 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 lest we feel too bad for her like all of her lawyering has been done by high profile conservative groups that yeah you know that she hasn't had to pay for any of this stuff so she's fine but i'm glad (laughs) to hear that the couple's getting some money it's good that you cleared that up i was feeling bad for her yeah so no, I just I yeah. <laughs> no, she's uh she's a peach. She's and, a folk hero um, is what she is. I don't know. I'm looking forward to her book. That's what I'm Oh, oh gosh. Sure. Is it do you think it'll be scratch and sniff? What do you think? <laughs> pop up? I I'm not sure what oh, I'm not sure what she's gonna up. go for. It's been a long time since there was a, a good new pop up book. <laughs> That's um, what we need. Yeah. It could be a combo. It could also be scratch and sniff. Yeah, absolutely. Smell the pop-ups. I know you're listening. We're we're giving you gold here. <laughs> oh lordy. All right. Well, I am going to take us to South Carolina, which is home of Bob Jones University. And I I will admit that literally a that a significant reason why I chose to do this story is just because I hadn't realized that they shortened the name of Bob Jones University to BJU. Oh, no. And that delights me so much. <laughs> Come on, man. Call it Robert Jones University. What are you doing? They've, uh, they, they don't understand the sudden uptick in uh, applications. <laughs> well, there's, there's a new podcast that's come out that, that is called uh, Surviving Bob Jones University, a Christian Cult. Oh, oh, uh, which I think is probably apt and apropos. Um, B- BJU, <laughs> not unlike BYU, uh, mm. though completely unrelated, has a pretty strict code of conduct, probably more strict actually than BYU's. Really? Uh, if that if that can be believed, huh? Including things like uh, no physical contact between unmarried men and women. Uh, though, wow. quote, side hugs are permitted for photographs, <laughs> which, wow. A side hug. Yeah. You know, like Jesus would do. <laughs> um, That's, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, <laughs> students, uh, students are not allowed to, they are, they are to avoid rock, pop, jazz, country, and rap music. Oh, I'm, wow. I'm impressed countries in there. 
Uh, they these these musics have quote the markers of our cultural corrupt sorry our current corrupt culture. What can they listen to? What do um, they want? like? Rockabilly? Hymns? Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean rock. Yeah, let I. They didn't say punk. Yeah. Okay. They didn't. They didn't say heavy metal. <laughs> okay. All right. Does that count as rock? I don't know. I, I, you gotta love it when old people write rules and then like try to encompass, try to think of like anything that, like I don't know did we get all the black kinds of music oh feels like that's what's most important to them anyway uh, plus country uh, they, <laughs> they are allowed to dance at BJU but uh, they, they are not they are to do it with yeah, without quote expressions of worldliness or sexually provocative uh nature oh i i know that dance i I've, yes <laughs> I, I think i was 12 when i learned that dance yeah the yeah. the the stand and and rock back and forth <laughs> quasi rhythmically yeah. I, I doubt that the students at bju are are tremendously rhythmic but there you go uh no mo movies higher than a pg rating anyway oh, you get wow. the idea it is it is pretty hardcore. Yeah, um, conservative busy, busy, business casual attire. Oh, these poor people. Yeah, and uh, and obviously there's no same sex dating or advocating for such uh, allowed on the on the campus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, um, I I think you're right. This is stricter than BYU. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, and obviously. An environment like that breeds a terrible culture. Like that is, you can't you you can't be that restrictive and have a decent culture. So it became apparently a snitch culture where everybody is there to tattle on everybody else. It became oh. a place where, uh, of I mean, obviously, abuse, sexual abuse, you know, sexual assault, all of these things. The victims are the ones that get punished far more frequently than the than the perpetrators. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it it is it you know it's it's the upside down world uh, at places like this. Uh, so anyway, I I think that 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 new podcast sounds interesting. Surviving BJU. Oh my god. Uh, I just can we call it Blowjob University from now on? <laughs> can we just? I'm I'm gonna call it that. In my heart, that's. Uh, that's what it is. Only without the blow, you're not allowed to do blowjobs. Maybe a side blowjob. I don't. I don't know what that would be. But <laughs> yes, <laughs> we. You have to, but only for photographs. <laughs> <You're n> <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's how Bob Jones liked it. So <laughs> yeah, that works. Oh. Well, all right, Dan. Um, yeah. Over there in Belgium. Lovely country. Sure. Um, I've never been, but I, I hear great things. Yeah. I like Belgium. I like Belgium a lot, actually. Uh, fun fun to travel there. Waffles, they, chocolate, and beer. Who, who, it's who, a, who it's, could be mad about that? It's heaven. Heaven on earth. <laughs> um, they have had uh, a string of uh, arson attacks on their schools, public oh schools. Um, and uh, the officials are now believe uh, that the attacks are connected to a controversial... Uh, sex education program in in grades. Well, the the grades that cover ages 
uh, 11 and 12 and five to, or 15 to 16. Um, okay. Because they've just changed the, the rules. This, this program has existed, I guess, for quite a while. Um, and sex ed is taught in, in Belgian schools. Um, but they just made it compulsory for those two age groups to re- receive four hours of training on um, that, that's intended to help uh, children develop their relational and sexual lives. God, okay. God forbid, right? Oh my God. Um, and like I said, it has been been around for quite some time. Uh, it's called Everest. It's uh, a French abbreviation or not abbreviation, whatever. An um, initialism? An initialism, thank you. That stands for stuff I'm not going to say. Um, sure. But in there is the word sex, sex the S is for you know, sex, sex education. Sure. Um, and that is what people have really uh, clung on to <laughs> in their opposition to it. It, it. Now, I've actually, I had some difficulty uh, finding a really good description of what the program covers that's not in French. Thank right. you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but I, from what I gather, aside from probably age-appropriate descriptions of sex, they uh, has a, 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 a focus on teaching the children to be aware of their rights. Right? Their their and. You know, their, their rights as a human being to reject, right. you know, advances or whatnot and sure. and um, aware of their physical in- integrity is how the, it's stated in this article. And that sounds great. Like the, the children who are taught about sex and who understand what um, who understand these issues. Right. They're the safer ones. They're, yeah. le- they're less likely to actually fall prey to somebody who might, you know, be trying something wrong right yeah. with them um, do you want your child to be safe do you want your yeah. child to be uh to to not end up with an unwanted pregnancy or to not or to you know to not be able to be groomed for right for uh assault or whatever yeah, yeah and that's exactly right like if children understand um or young people understand actually if anyone understands contraception right like yeah. this is important, um, yeah. and uh, it's a great way to prevent abortions from happening, Christians. Right. If that's um, what you want, yeah. Uh, well, anyway, um, the reason that they think that it's in response to that, no groups have like claimed uh, responsibility for these mm. these arson attacks, but they found some signs protesting the Everest program. Uh, in some of the schools. And so oh. they're, that's where they're looking at the moment. And it does make a lot of sense. Apparently there's it, like um, several Islamic groups um, have condemned the program in a joint statement, fearing it will favor hypersexualization, quote unquote, yes, of children. That's what they're going for. Um, they're going for hypersexualizing children. <laughs> and uh, apparently just con- social conservatives in general have been like just it's not just it's not just Muslims. They're not looking specifically at these the Islamic groups only to find the the perpetrators of this. I um, mean, when when you object to, uh, you know, sort of us a, a direction that your society is going, burning schools seems like the right choice, doesn't doesn't it? <laughs> like when you you're you could go to a political meeting, you could try to rally people to vote in a certain way, or 
you can just eliminate the buildings. And then what are they going to do? Yeah, well, uh, there's a quote in here from um, the mayor of Charleroi, where one one of their schools got attacked. Um, uh, he's, he compares the arsons to a form of terrorism. He says, these are arson attacks on schools, which are sacred places. They're places where children learn respect and tolerance and shouldn't be afraid, right? Like, I imagine that... Like this is kind of are, like are the attacks happening while there are children while no while the I don't think session? so it's not like they're okay. firebombing the schools or anything but like well, that, there um they're not trying to kill the children well then that, it's that, fine that, Frank that, <laughs> that would kind of defeat the the whole point of what they're trying to do like they think they're protecting the children right, right. they're not going to set the school on fire when there are actually children there like yeah what kind of sociopaths would these people well okay let me back <laughs> up. Uh, this is also someone defending uh, the Everest program. Uh, this is uh, Caroline Desser. She's the education minister in the, in the region. She says, no, it does not prepare a pedophile system. No, it doesn't plan to make children want to change gender. No, it doesn't plan to teach children how to engage in sexual activities. Right? Like, there's just yeah. all this misinformation out there. And that's yeah. the thing. Like, people who oppose these things, they, first of all, first of all, they probably barely, if they even understand what is being taught, right? That's probably giving them too much credit, yeah. right? Like they just hear the word sex and ed and that it's going to yeah. be in the schools and, um, and that it's compulsory and they <laughs> fucking lose their minds. And then with, in, 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 with the worst intentions and not arguing in good faith against, you know, the, 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 the program. Right. They just make shit up. Yeah. There's no so, such thing as good faith in any of this. I mean, they're they're definitely burning the buildings in good faith. <laughs> like they mean to do that. That's a that's a pretty clear <laughs> statement. Does seem like the All wrong right. thing to burn though, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. Well, I mean, there's no right thing to burn. You I mean, other than yeah, yeah. you could burn a flag or something. That's that's speech, but like, yeah, there's burning is just not it, I, I don't know. It's, it's not great messaging, I think. It, it, it's definitely unnuanced. I'm going to say that. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to take us to Florida, uh, where only good things happen in Florida, um, <laughs> including uh, that, that good guy, Ronald DeSantis, uh, mm. currently, currently the Florida government governor, um, but trying to be our president. That's not going to happen. Anyway, uh, Ronnie Boy has decided that he is going to, uh, he has pushed a lot of dumb, of, of dumb things. Uh, he has now pushed and his school boards uh, have, are, are looking at accepting or, or, or pushing the clit. Which, Wait, what? Well, okay. It's the classic learning test. Uh, and he's, they're, they're making Florida's public university system accept this test in, in, in lieu of an oh. SAT or an ACT, if you want to take it. Is this the one that's basically for like homeschooled Christian kids? Yeah, pretty okay. much. Uh, right. it, is, uh, it is definitely considered by anyone in academia a lesser test. Uh, it has not been well uh, proven. They have not shown that they are testing at even a high school grade level oh geez it seems to be like the easy test 
But it's also the test that skews culturally to Christianity mm. and, uh, and you know, your reading comprehension clips bits are going to be from, you know, Saint this or that, or, mm. you know, it's a lot. And of course, it very much favors, you know, what they call classical or Western tradition mm. as being, you know, the good stuff. You know, all of that European dead white guy stuff is is what's the good stuff. Uh, right. You know, those uppity people who keep trying to make other cultures and uh, and experiences valid, uh, they're they're not heavily featured mm. in the clit. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, if you want to go to school in Florida, which. I wouldn't if I were you uh, there, but if you're, if you don't do, I, I guess if you don't test well, uh, that <laughs> might, that might be a good option for you. I, a lot of schools are turning away from tests as a, as a metric anyway, mm. just because yeah, plenty of very smart people don't necessarily take tests. Well, it's not, a, it's, you know, it's not a great way or a universal way to uh, to make sure that you you're getting the highest quality students, but mm -hmm. this particular test uh, seems to be the worst way. So it's the worst of all possible worlds. I'm very glad that it's happening. <laughs> Go Florida. Oh yeah. All right. Well, I I want to take us to Ukraine, where <laughs> something where nothing but good things are. Oh happening. yeah, and something's about to happen that is just not a good idea. Uh -oh. um, you're familiar with Rosh Hashanah, right? Sure. Um, it's Jewish a, High Holiday. Yeah, it's like uh, it marks the New Year, right? It's a two. Is that two the day? one? Yeah. Yes, Rosh Hashanah. Yes, it's That's it's like New year. year, but yeah, but you're totally right. It marks the beginning of the High Holy Days. Right. Um, it falls uh, in um, September or October, and um, there is a tradition uh, amongst the uh, ultra-Orthodox community, Jewish community, um, specifically one brand of Hasidic uh, Jews that um, <laughs> they, they do like this pilgrimage of sorts to this one town in Ukraine for Rosh Hashanah mm. and um, upwards of like 40,000 people, you oh, know, wow. can show up for it. They're expecting like about probably 35,000 this year um, because of the war. Right. Yeah. Um, but also because That's of the still, war. Like considering that there's a war, that is not a small number. No, no. And the, the, these people will not be deterred. Um, the, uh, let's see the Israeli and Ukrainian governments are both saying, please don't come, right? <laughs> please, please, please do not come. Um, so much so, uh, the, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, Israeli's prime minister, um, he's pleading with them to not go, uh, <laughs> wow. Vladimir Zelensky, right. Who we should also yeah. point out is Jewish, um, is really discouraging them. He says that they're. Uh, are not enough shelters in Uman, that's the name of the town, uh, for local residents, let alone foreign tourists. Yeah. And, and here's the deal. This is, the, the, there are those who are going there to to do very religious -y stuff, and that, that will be observed, right? Yeah. But apparently this is quite the party 
right? <laughs> That's um, what you need. Yeah, there's uh, like free flowing booze. Apparently, according oh to this God. article, there's usually a bunch of like drug busts during the thing. Oh my god! Um, but anyway, this is actually a really interesting thing because it's like, well, why this one town in Ukraine, right, Uman? Um, that's there's some great grandson of uh basically the founder of what today is broadly known as hasidic judaism and he spent the final months of his life there this um let's see uh where's his nachman was his last name mm. um of breslov and uh and then he died there and so his his um burial site was there and i guess during world war ii like the commute, the Jewish community of about 17,000 people in this town were completely wiped out. Oh, uh, there's yeah. basically no, but there might be some people who, who did go back, but, but yeah, like completely wiped out. And so anyway, so since, uh, basically what, when did the Soviet union fall? Like 1989. Yeah. Um, that sounds right. Since then, because during the Soviet union times, right? Like very few people made the pilgrimage. Right. right. And, uh, but since 89, it has been a party. <laughs> it, and sound, it sounds to me like Rosh Hashanah is, at least in this instance, is turning into like the Mardi Gras of Judaism where, cause, cause I know that like coming up is Yom Kippur, which is, which is a much more sort of somber affair. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's the, the Jewish day of atonement, mm -hmm. but, uh, but you know, you might as well get your party on before that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because I mean, the the article sort of references that that the that there's some sort of sense there there's a belief that like praying over his grave, you can like get all your sins forgiven or something like that. Oh. I didn't double check that detail, um, but it is from the Guardian, so I, I think they probably did an okay job reporting this. Um, <laughs> crazy times. Through, yeah, sounds going great. Into go, go go to a war zone yeah. for a party. And literally, like it's it's like just south of Kiev, right? Like it's wow. It's 125 miles south of Kiev, which ain't too far. It's been yeah. hit. It's been hit by, you know, bombs. People have died. Wow. Because of the war in this town. Like craziness. They got nothing on the fire festival, but I yeah. mean, it feels similar. It feels similar. <laughs> Crazy. All right. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to take us now to uh, a lawsuit that is revealing some interesting things. Uh, this is, this is a lawsuit filed by Robert Chambers, who uh, for seven years was worked for the American Family Association, hmm. which is, uh, I believe, uh, marked by the Southern Poverty Law Center as a hate group. Oh, such a nice you know, name though. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, they just don't include all of the American families. Oh, right. <laughs> there, there you are, go. There are several that aren't included in their <laughs> idea of a uh, of an American family. Anyway, yes, uh, this guy, uh, Robert Chambers, apparently was their vice president of policy and legislative affairs and executive vice president of uh, AFA Action, which apparently is their lobbying arm. And while he was there, apparently, and again, this is a lot of this is about what happens when you have to, when, when a, 
everything's restrictive. You know, your culture is super restrictive, and B, you you have to make your institution look squeaky clean, and you can't allow anything to uh, to tarnish your reputation. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's alleging sexual misconduct, including one guy who who uh, was especially egregious at like walking around and just sexually harassing. Apparently everybody in sight, including <laughs> including this guy, what? just like going like going up and grab like grabbing his face and his ear on at least one occasion. Uh, this uh, according to the uh, to the complaint and doing and say, what? Oh, okay, you're getting to it. and and saying, uh, I see, I see you're really good with that wrist action. I wonder how you got to be so good at that. Oh God. And, and you, now you don't want me to get a hold of you, do you? You'd really like that, wouldn't you? You'd like me to take take you and get a hold of you. Oh my God! Yikes! Like that is that is of course the thing that instantly gets you fired from any normal institution. If there if there's more than one complaint about a person on that level, that person doesn't work there anymore. But not. At the AFA, because because uh, those fucking Christian weirdos do not know how to handle anything. It is it it's it's nuts. There were also allegations of like financial misdeeds, uh, including like one. I, I think you know not not acknowledging that AFA action is connected with the AFA. Mm. with for you know for tax purposes mm. Mm. uh not just a whole bunch of like real nasty uh basically tax evasion which <laughs> then did the 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 IRS did eventually uh revoke the tax exempt status of the a of AFA action hmm. I, I think since then now AFA has filed as a church so that they don't have to show their show everything or whatever right. which they're not a church but oh that's what they do uh and then here's another really interesting little tidbit of of sexual harassment uh of a kind i just i i can't imagine how this works out but when it happens when okay so uh, a woman named lexi wildman Mm-hmm. Who is uh, the spouse? Uh, she he she was this guy's uh, administrative assistant, but she's the the spouse of AFA Action's CEO Walker Wildman mm. and daughter-in-law of the president of AFA. So, Jesus Christ! Okay, so it's, it's very like, well know, connected in the organization. She's uh, she's important. Apparently, <laughs> uh, she apparently had a dream that uh, that this Chambers guy kissed her baby on the mouth okay she had she had that dream this was not a thing that happened this was a dream that she had but she decided that he was unsafe to bring her kids around so she couldn't bring her kids to the office if he was there and uh and apparently like spread that around to the rest of the office and like was like i don't trust him blah 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 so um so that's cute. That's which well, that is another form of sexual harassment. Up. When when you hold someone accountable for something that they did in your dream, <laughs> um, no, that's not acceptable. That's not okay. 
This place sounds awful. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, and then, of course, uh, this guy was fired. According to them. Because of the dream? Not for, not for any of these things. <laughs> it, it had oh. nothing to do with that. Okay. Of course not. Of course not. Anyway, he's suing. Oh. I just You got to love when, when people from the inside sue because you get to learn all sorts of crazy, juicy details about what's going on in that organization. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And yikes. Yeah. So Yelza. Yeah. Yeah. Uh they tried to when 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 he when they fired him, they offered him a severance, but in order to get it, he apparently was would have been required to owe a continual duty of loyalty to AFA and refrain from ever disparaging AFA, AFR, any of those things. Anyway, uh he did not uh take the bait on that one. And now he's suing. Hmm. Good for him. So there you go. I mean, it's not like he's a peach. He was, he was, he, you know, he was fighting the bad fight the whole time, but it's a, it's a good like look into how disgusting their organization actually is beyond, you know, the blatant and overt homophobia and that sort of thing. It's surprising to me that these aren't good people. Yeah, it's Somehow. shocking, isn't it? Yeah. It's just shocking when when you it and you hate to see it. You hate to see it. <laughs> well, friends, if you would like to chime in on this or any of uh of the stories that we've had, if you'd like to write in and tell us about your you know how fun the party was in Ukraine, mm. <laughs> feel free to do so. Uh podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or give us a call and tell us all about it. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Stick around, there's more show coming up. Well, Frank, uh, you know, this is the time of the podcast where we uh, where we do we play a clip from some shit bag out in the world <laughs> uh, who who has something to say. Uh, there's so often something said over a pulpit or, you know, in front of a congregation. And this is that, um, this is apparently pastor Rick Morrow, who, uh, who had some stuff to say about, uh, physical and mental infirmity. I, we're going to give a trigger warning on this. Mm -hmm. Um, if you are sensitive to really bad takes on um spectrum disorder yeah on autism or uh any 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 disability or different ableness uh this is gonna be this one's gonna be rough uh so let's hear what let's hear that wonderful awesome awful take it's very crucial someone has a physical infirmity and you cast that demon out you might have to pray for some things to be fixed. Let's talk about one. Let's talk about autism. Rick, did you just go there? Yeah. Like I know a minister who has seen lots of kids that are autistic, that he cast that demon out and they were healed and then he had to pray and their brain was rewired and they were fixed. Yeah, I just went there. I mean, you can get online and see lots of examples of it. If it's not demonic, then we have to say God made them that way.
Like that's the only other explanation. Why is my kid have autism? Well, either the devil's attacked them, he's brought this infirmity upon them, he's got them where he wants them, and or God just doesn't like them very much and he made them that way. Well, my God doesn't make junk. God doesn't make mess ups. God doesn't make people that way. So let's quit being nice and putting a band-aid on stuff and giving it medicine. And this, this goes so much bigger than autism, people. I, I just gave you that as, as an example. Wow. God doesn't make junk. Uh, I, I believe, wow. and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Frank, that uh, he called people with autism junk. Yeah, he did. Uh, he did do that. Which, not, not an awesome take, man. Uh, first of all, like, how telling is it just that he sees, I mean, it's clear uh, he sees autism as a, a, you know, as, as a defect, Yeah. which I don't think we have to see it that way. Autism right. is different. It's a different kind of person, but that, but like, like just, just that, but then, but yeah, I, I don't know. Go get your demons out, I guess. Yeah. It's pretty, it's, it's pretty rough. I, on my trip, I went to Dachau, right? Uh -huh. Concentration camp. Yeah. And the thing that I was reminded of was just that they also killed all the sort of, I think they called them invalids or invalids or whatever, right? Invalids. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, that this, well, this I is mean, the same thinking, right? This is that that people people aren't made that way. Right? Yeah. Well, you know that people are we're not using the word Asperger's anymore, right? Do you know why? Why? Because Doctor Asperger was a fucking Nazi <sighs> that was actually like that. creating that uh, diagnosis for bad uses. Jesus Christ. For yeah. bad purposes. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Yeah. It's like, like what, what like autism is just like the universal picked on thing, right? Like, yeah. oh, you, you know, don't vaccinate your kids. They'll get autism, you know? Right. Um, Cause autism is so, so much worse than tuberculosis or like, you know, or, 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 you know, whatever the latest thing in being vaccinated for. I'd much rather uh, have an right. autistic kid than a kid with, uh, with yeah, who's alive and well, yeah, and, yeah, smallpox yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, it's tricky. That that is some rough stuff. So let's get let's get on to some better stuff. Uh, some some better people than that. Yeah. Um, we had some folks write into us and call into us. So let's jump to that. Uh, we had so last week you'll recall Frank that we talked about uh, that Andrea and I talked about weddings and the uh the traditions therein especially here in these united states and the mm -hmm. fact that they are um wildly sexist informed by stupid religious traditions so we had a lot of people who had stuff to say about it um this one's unsigned, but it says, Hey, Frank and Dan, I, I've been a listener for a while now. And when listening to episode 614 about weddings and how often and how women change last names, Dan said that women, I'm summarizing, get to choose between their dad's name 
or their husband's last name. I felt a little off when you said this because uh, while, yes, it is my dad's last name, technically, it's still my last name. We mm -hmm. don't say that we're taking our husband's dad's dad's, etc. last name because we see the man's last name as his own. But a woman's last name is never her own. Uh, I get that it's different, but my last name is mine because I'm my own person from my dad and just as my brother is. I get that. I, you know, that, that it's a valid point. My point wasn't, wasn't that like your last name isn't yours. I, and you understand this. My, my point was just, I've talked to a bunch of women who like they didn't, you know, necessarily like their dad. And if you don't like hmm. your dad, you're, you know, you're carrying around a man's name that, that you don't feel a connection to. Uh, hmm. And a lot of times, you know, their their moms divorce the dad. The moms go back to their maiden name, but you're stuck with the name of the guy that you hated or whatever, or that treated you badly. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. But a, a guy doesn't have that same thing, right? Like, yeah. if you don't like your dad, do you, you're a man, right? Who doesn't like your dad? Do you have that same impulse of like, well, then this isn't my last name? I mean, suppose if it well, was really bad and whatnot. But like, well, I mean, I, I think, I think. I think the question the mainly comes up when when so when a woman's getting married. And sure, it's a question be between one man's last name and another man's last name. But I mean, this is a much larger problem, and and we have other people who uh, who have written wrote, written in about it as well. Hmm. I don't know a solution. I just think I just think that this sort of patrilineal naming convention is weird, and uh, maybe we maybe we. It, it's time for something different. I don't know. Maybe women should take their mother's last name. Yeah. Or men should take their mother's last name. Yeah. Anyway, I don't or know just, that there's a... Let's just not do last names. Right. Let's just well, all be Oprah, you know? <laughs> or You, or, you or, get or, Oprah or Madonna or Prince. <laughs> Those are the ones that are available. No, I'm just, I'm just Frank, right? Hello, <laughs> yeah. Frank. I mean, because like, I'm sorry... You tack, like, I know that, like, the last name, it helps, like, differentiate me, Frank, from another Frank. But yes. there's a bunch of Frank Feldmans out there, right? Yeah. Like, I'm currently dealing with an, an, an issue of having been confused with another Frank Feldman for an account right. that I, I have, right? Yeah. And now I'm, now I'm getting all this stuff that's for him. And it's like, and it's not my dad, Frank Feldman. Yeah. Right? So it's not like it actually differentiates you all that well. So just... No last names. No. Okay. That's a, that's, that's one choice. That's one option. <laughs> I have, I have no, how about just a series uh, of first names. Right. And that's like, you know, there you go. Yeah. Or, I mean, I, you could just do, yeah. A, a name and a profession. We could go back to that. Oh, we could, we could go back to identifying our, each other by our profession. Your Frank yeah. podcast. Yeah, I'm Frank the Podcaster. Yeah. Of Salt right. Lake City. I'm not sure people want to be identified with their professions either necessarily, but you know, it's there's no easy out. There's no easy way to do this. <laughs> uh let's see. We we had a voicemail, did we not? We did from Sherry, who has a story about an upcoming wedding in response to all Ooh. of this. All right. I'm here in Australia and I've just been listening to 
most recent podcast on your thoughts on marriage. Totally agree. But I wanted to just share something pretty quick with you that I have been invited to a rather unique wedding. Uh, this is from an old school friend when I was back in my Jehovah's Witness days. I couldn't really hang out with her because of my Jehovah's Witness days. She invited me to be in her wedding way back then, and I said no because of my Jehovah's Witness days. Fast forward to now when I left the religion seven years ago, and I've reconnected with my high school friend after 25 years. She's now getting married in October, and she has invited me to her wedding to be her bridesmaid, but here's where it gets super cool. She's marrying a woman. Yay, my first wedding party with a gay wedding, and... In addition to that, the wedding is on Friday the 13th of October. That's deliberately planned. And there is going to be um, satanic hymns and a thousand candles. And I think you get the gist of what this wedding is going to be like. So I am so down for it and looking forward to it. I think it's going to be not boring. So hopefully you approve, Dan. Thanks, guys, for your work. Love it. See you next time. Bye. Satanic lesbian weddings. Woohoo! It's the wave of the future. Yeah. And you, I say if you if you can't live up to a satanic lesbian wedding, <laughs> just elope. Yeah. You you've you you're you you there's a high bar to be set. Oh. Uh but yeah, there you go. Well, I love that Sherry's out there um you know, getting to do things she couldn't do. I know. When she was a member of the Jehovah's oh, Witnesses. Can you imagine how how much she would have just felt how awful she would have felt if oh. she were still a Jehovah's Witness and found out that her friend was doing a satanic lesbian wedding. Yeah. But instead, it's fun. Instead, she gets to rejoice in it. Yeah. How much better is that life? <laughs> the life that you get to like be pleased about this goofball thousand candle wedding rather than being completely apoplectic about it. Right. Exactly. I love it. Yeah, me too. All right. Uh, Sam wrote into us, hey, Frank and Dan, first off, love your show. Never fails to delight and enrage. That's oh, that's what we're going for. A wonderful combination. <clears throat> yes, indeed. I was just listening to your latest show where Dan and Andrea talked about marriage and the outdated traditions that come along with that. Speaking as someone who has been married and now divorced, I would do things differently next time around. Mm. Though I don't didn't have a religious ceremony, I still did some of the traditions that appease uh, to appease my mom and dad. Mm. A big reception for my mom, where she had someone bless the food. That's all I would allow. I also had my dad walk me down. Mm. I did this more for my dad because I'm his only girl, his only child, for that matter, and I knew that it was important to him. Mm. It wasn't about giving me away uh, for me or him. I didn't allow the who gives this woman to this man thing in any form or fashion. Hmm. It was more about the moment we had as we walked down, walked from the car down to the beach. Hmm. I'm very close with him. Also, he is agnostic, and my mom is a soft Baptist, meaning she isn't uh, crazy, the crazy kind you hear about. Still has faith. <laughs> All that said... I would not do any of this again. My current partner and I have discussed marriage and what we want. I'm an atheist and he grew up in a Buddhist home and country. Hmm. So Western wedding traditions aren't exactly important to us. I told him about the giving away thing and how I didn't want that. And he thought the concept was weird. <laughs> uh, we've decided to have an American style wedding ceremony with reception following, but we will meet 
at the back and at the back and walk in together. Right. Uh, this is important to me because I don't have to meet him uh, or ha- or have him wait on me. To me, that tradition shows that the man is always ahead, and the woman always ha- must meet him where he is instead of them being equal partners and meeting in the middle, so to speak. Hmm. Yep, I think that that's right. I think that's great. Um, you know, here's the thing. I'm if you want to have your dad walk with you down the aisle, or if you want to have your mom walk with you down the aisle, or I like, I don't care what it is you do. It matters to me that it's thoughtful though. Yeah. That it's your choice, right? It matters to me that, yeah, that you're choosing it for your reasons. And that it's meaningful for you. Right. right? And that it's not uh, just you're participating in sexist things just because it's expected of you. I mean, I think that was the issue. Like, I have no issue with a a woman taking her husband's name if she wants to. As long, you know, I, I have an issue. I do have an issue. A friend of mine literally uh, over this last week since we recorded that, she's she's about to get married. I think she's getting married today, as a matter of fact. Mm. And uh, she got a, a letter in the mail that said to Mr. and Mrs. his name. And it was like... A no. And it's and it's not that taking his name would be bad. It's that someone else is presuming. You know what I mean? Mm. And it's the presumption that's that's the problem. Uh well, we we uh we have some folks to thank. We do indeed, Dan. So uh I'm gonna start us off okay. with uh thanking Monty, who is now a, a teacher in the TGIA priesthood. Thank you so much, Monty, for that. We uh we bless and uh approve of you <laughs> um and we also have some new patrons over on patreon uh we have two new deacons uh by the name of evan and word of the broad oh okay yeah, okay wonderful thank you so much and we also have a new elder by the name of fallon wow so thank you very much um, and if you'd like to join them in supporting the show, you can do so. Go to our website, thinkgodimatheist.com, and click on the support tab. There's there's some options. Options yes. are available. Um, and uh, as always, Dan, we have our top donor to thank, our Lord and Savior, Davis. More show coming up. Well, Frank, Dan, uh, this was emailed into us uh, from a, a, an astute listener from mm. Michigan. Oh, nice. Who, who sent us a, a story about the Michigan House of Representatives. And as you said at the beginning of the show, this is they, they have worked hard there in Michigan to flip it to a, a, a blue state in their state house. Mm-hmm. Um, so Democrats uh, control it. And, uh, you know, that means that means wokeness to a certain level. Um, love love that word. Love that yeah. phrase. Anyway, no, but this particular bill, this is House bills. Oh, it's a series of bills. Four, 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 six, seven, eight, nine, forty five, forty four. Anyway, a whole bunch of state <laughs> bills which are which have passed the state house to be signed into law. Um, they also have to pass in the Senate. Um, But they literally, what the whole point is, uh, you know how Christmas is like a holiday that people 
get to take off work and whatever. And there's some, there's some, uh, some official holidays Mm -hmm. that are indeed, uh, religious holidays. Right. Well, Michigan's a very diverse state. We know that there are a lot of Muslims in Michigan. Uh, there's, there's plenty of Hindu people in Michigan. Hmm. Uh, they've gone the wrong direction. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's the wrong direction. Maybe it's the right direction. They've decided to, to make a whole bunch of other holidays from different religions. Also state holidays. Yikes. So Diwali, uh, for Hindus, Jains and Sikhs, uh, you know, the various Eids. You're very, you're, you're, you're various, uh, and sundry, uh, Muslim Eids, Eid al-Adha and Eid al-Fitr, uh, you know, Lunar New Year, any, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. Right. Yeah. (sighs) I, I don't like this. (laughs) And this you're, is Dan. Dan, this is coming from somebody who really likes holidays, right? And that's true. You're a holiday buff. I, I love the holidays. Um, and, but at the same time, I sort of, I don't know. It'd be kind of nice if Christmas wasn't yeah. Christmas, right? The, yeah. The, yeah, there's a day of the year called Christmas, right? But like yeah. the fact that it's a federal holiday is kind of insane. I understand like hmm. people taking it off of work. Like, sure. Like that's fine. You're celebrating your, your, your religious and even a cultural holiday. Yeah. Uh, and you should be allowed to take that off work. Sure. I, the truly holy ones. You should probably just have a bunch of floating holidays that you can take off or something. I don't know. Yeah. 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 But Everybody gets X number of holiday days or just more vacation time and you can take it when you want to, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, exactly. like, I, I don't know. Like it's, I, I don't, why are the Democrats <laughs> doing this? Well, okay. Here's the, here's the point that I can see that makes sense to me, which is like, you're not going to get rid of Christmas. You're just not. Uh, and if you tried to, if you said this is no longer a, a state holiday, an official state holiday, Christians would lose their fucking minds. It would be so. Yeah, I mean, talk about war on Christmas, right? Like right, that's yeah, that's exactly. the nuclear option for the war. So on you Christmas. can't do that. Yeah. So the only way to make to say to these other and let's face it, marginalized communities, and often like badly treated communities in this country is this is to include them you know what i mean like if we can't get rid of this as a thing for christians we can sure as hell uh do this extend the same thing yeah to these other communities but i mean you know then you have to draw a line like yeah. you know whose Who's, holidays don't get included yeah and yeah it's it's a little tricky yeah, I, I, I mean, I love inclusion, right? Like, and I, I, I love those values that that lead people to to this point, right? Yeah. I, but as an atheist, I guess there's just this line where I'm just like, really, we need more, you know, state recognition of government of uh, religion, right? Right. We need more of that in this country. Like, that's yeah. that's it. Just doesn't feel like it's the right direction. 
it but feels, to make it, it yeah. fair, it would have to be no religious holidays. And yeah, you're right. That's that's never happening. Yeah, they're not going to be able to pull that off. Yeah. Uh, I'm certainly very... not, and stay in office because <laughs> they'll just yeah. because that will rally the troops in ways yeah. that like you can't. You don't want to galvanize the religious freaks to to scream. The, you know the Christians to. Like you don't want to give them something to 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 yell about, and to show. Up Not for. that they won't yeah. yell about this. Like, oh, they hate this. They have elevating to hate this. Yom Kippur as it will will be just as frustrating to them as yeah. They everything about this is it, you. You're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't as a legislator. But it does seem like enshrining more religion into uh, government. Is a, American life in general, yeah. Is a rough step. That's just... Uh, I'm so I'm conflicted. I'm so too. conflicted on this. Yeah. It's I'm, a tricky one. I don't know that there's a that there's a, 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 a solution. I don't know why, like, governments have holidays. I, I mean, I don't... I, I'm not even sure I understand the concept uh, in general. But while it exists and while there are christian ones there i guess go for it i don't know like you don't and, understand labor day like what are you talking about any yeah i don't know i don't know what like i understand societies and cultures celebrating uh festivals and mm -hmm. holidays and that sort of thing i'm not sure why the government comes into it yeah I'm I'm unclear on that. So maybe you know maybe our maybe our listeners can 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 offer some some insights for that. Yeah, I mean because it is funny because like it, it you I think the immediate argument would be well it's so that we all have a day off together <laughs> right and it's like yeah but that's not that what what time period do you is your head in right like right. like and even even back then like. Did everybody have the day off? No, right? No. There's there are plenty of people working on Labor Day and on the Fourth of July and on yeah. Christmas, right? Like, but you get time and a half, Frank. <laughs> if you're lucky, if you're lucky, yeah, yeah. I uh, I mean, I've worked many a holiday in my in my days. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, yeah, back in the day of, of retail and whatever, yeah. and that you know, it's it's not like everybody gets it no matter what happens, right? The, you know, the infrastructure has to be tended to the world has to keep turning. Right. Yeah. And it's a cultural thing. And, and also, especially in a country like ours, where all of the culture that we have is borrowed from other culture. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like we don't, we don't have a culture. We have dozens of cultures. Yeah. So here's the deal. Are they basically saying that in the state of Michigan, on these holidays, like government offices will be closed. I, I, I'm not. Or are sure they I acknowledging am. it and saying that employees who want to celebrate those days can just have them off as for, like freebies? I think that or they're just saying. Are they saying that we all should celebrate? Yeah, these? I'm unclear on that. I'm unclear <laughs> I on. I think it should be that one. I think you should be <laughs> state to mandated to celebrate these things. I think it should be in schools. All the kids have to, I don't know, dress up for 
uh, you know, lunar holiday, lunar New Year or something. I don't know what I don't know what you dress up. What do you dress up as? They definitely should not dress up for Eid. That would be that, <laughs> that would invite some bad things. We'll have we'll have some like, you know, uh, flashbacks to our time. You to our our young youthful celebrations of Thanksgiving or whatever which always involved a nice racist com- com- component to it. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't go. know. I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, I'm, I'm very confused. Um, I'm glad that they are making attempts at uh, inclusion. Again, I think that that's, that part of it feels uh, like it's on a good track. I just think maybe they're yeah. going about it in a bad way. Yeah. So can we, we can just say they're, well, their hearts are in the right place. <laughs> Bless their hearts. <laughs> oh. 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 They, well, they mean well, these legislators. They, do. they mean mm. well. All right. Well, if you would like to bless our heart, <laughs> you can do so by writing into us podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. We'd love to actually hear what you think about this topic. Yeah. Um, the telephone number. We clearly do not know what we think about it. So maybe you know what you think about it. And that would be great. And uh, the telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah. Hey, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and click the like button. And if you'd like to join one of our members only lounges, you can do so by going to thankgodimatheist.com slash members only. And then... They'll tell you what to do. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their music. And thanks to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. And thanks to all y'all for tuning in. We sure do appreciate you. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.